making changes can be tough, especially if it's something that people enjoy uh, that we know we need to change or get rid of. Usually it's some sort of tradition or game or prank or something that people have been doing maybe before you even arrived at whatever ministry you're working in now, but you know that you need to get rid of it because of whatever reason, and you're worried that it's going to upset some people. Well, in this episode of Maximize Youth Ministry, we're going to be talking about how to make changes in your youth ministry without hurting people's feelings. Um, my name is Michael Collins. I'm the host and creator of MaximizeYouthMinistry.com, and I hope you love the show. Before we get started, I have a quick announcement to make. Um, if you've listened to very much of this show, you've probably heard me talk about the tough case system. I go over it in episode two. It's a system I developed for handling discipline problems in youth ministry. I think it'll be very helpful to you. I give it out for free at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com, and there is an online course associated with it that uh, I'm happy to announce. I've just changed the price from $20 to $1, or whatever it is that you would like to pay. The website hosting platform that I use just came out with a new feature where I can let my audience, that's you, Decide how much you want to pay for the course. Um, I was tempted to make it free, but I realized that if you make something free, people will get it, but they won't actually use it or they won't actually go through the content. So uh, please, if you're interested, go check it out at MaximizeYouthMinistry.com. Now, let's get into the show here. The first thing I want to bring up when we start talking about making changes in youth ministry or in any ministry uh, is an idea that I first learned about by reading G.K. Chesterton. I've heard it referred to as Chesterton's fence. But the idea is basically this, that if you find a fence built, let's say, across a field that you just bought, and you think, well, there's no reason for this to be here, I'm going to get rid of it. Uh, it's actually wiser to figure out why the fence was constructed before you decide to tear it down. Once you understand why it was built, then maybe you can decide... Uh, whether or not to tear it down, and you know there won't be any unforeseen consequences, right? So if there is some rule, some tradition, something at your youth ministry that you think needs to go for whatever reason, make sure you know why it's there. Make sure you know why that rule exists, why that is a tradition. Maybe ask around. Find out, has anybody tried to get rid of this before? Voice your concerns to some of your other leaders, right? Because there might be a reason that you aren't aware of, something that you can't see. Uh, Maybe they've tried getting rid of that rule before and things didn't go so well. Or maybe nobody knows why it's like that. You know, there was also a study done, I don't know when, but uh, in some lab somewhere where they got a bunch of chimps together and they put a banana on the top of this ladder and anytime a chimp climbed the ladder to get to the banana, they would douse the rest of the chimps that were on the ground in water. Pretty soon the chimps figured it out, and anytime one of them would start to climb the ladder, they the others would pull them off and beat them up. And the scientists started to slowly switch out the chimps, and every time they took one out and put a new one in, the new one would obviously start to cl- trying to climb the ladder to get the banana, and the others would pull them off and beat them up, and he'd learn his lesson. Well, they kept switching out chimps until all of, none of the chimps in the cage had ever been doused with water, but they all still continued to beat up any chimp that started to climb the ladder. 
but none of them knew why they were doing it, right? They hadn't had the experience. Um, and, you know, people will follow each other. So it's very possible that there are rules or traditions or activities or anything, whatever it is you're thinking about getting rid of, it's very possible that there's no reason for it. Um, but you want to be sure of that before you take the axe to it, all right? And the same thing goes for introducing something new. Uh, you want to make sure that it hasn't already been tried and found not to work before you try it yourself or try it again, right? Talk to anyone who maybe has been involved in that ministry longer than you have uh, before you try adding or taking away from anything. And on that note, if you are going to get rid of something, don't just get rid of it. Replace it, right? It's much better to tell the youth in your ministry, hey, you remember that game you all loved? Well, I've got something even better instead of, hey, you know that game you all loved? Well, we're not going to do that anymore, right? If something breaks on your car, if you've got a part that goes bad, you don't just take it out and throw it away. You replace it. So if you're going to get rid of something, if something needs to change, don't just remove it. Replace it. Fill that gap with something better. Then everybody's not going to feel the lack as much as they would if you just ripped something out and then didn't fill that hole with anything. And hopefully that should make it go over a lot smoother. And the third thing I've got is just be upfront and honest with everyone about the reasoning behind every change. They're going to ask you, why are you doing this? Why are you, why can't we, or what, maybe it's, why can't we do this, whatever anymore? Um, you should have a reason. You know, the first point was, if you're going to get rid of something, make sure you know the reason it was first implemented. And if you're going to implement something new, it's the same way. Make sure you have a good reason and you know what it is. Um, you know, just saying it's not, don't let your pride shoot you in the foot. It can feel like, especially sometimes we can have a problem with explaining why to people, to our youth, to our workers, if we're in charge of a team. Um, but we shouldn't. We should have a good reason for every rule and every change and any anything we want to get rid of. We should have a good reason for it, and we shouldn't be afraid of explaining that reason to people. Um, it's not disrespectful for them to want to know why we're getting rid of a tradition or something that they really loved. It's it is disrespectful for us to refuse to tell them as if they wouldn't understand. So be upfront and honest. Saying because I said so is not a good reason. It, it, people deserve to know why they're being asked to do or stop doing something. So know your reasoning and be prepared to explain it well. And if you do a good job of that, there's a good chance they'll understand and see it your way. <laughs> but they might not, because that's the other thing, is sometimes people are going to be upset no matter what. So if you've done all these things, if you understand why the rule or tradition or whatever it is was first created, and 
you have something to replace it with when you get rid of it, and you're upfront and honest and clear about your reasoning for wanting to get rid of it, and people are still upset, well, you're not here to please people, right? You're in ministry, you're working for God. Go back, listen to the first episode about making God your first priority, because it's all about that. Everything we do is about that. So it's okay if people are upset, as long as you've done everything you can to explain yourself and your reasoning, then just trust God to handle the rest. As long as your focus is on him and doing his will, then you don't need to worry about what other people think. So I hope this is helpful to you. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode. At the time of recording this, we have five reviews on Apple Podcasts and four on Spotify. I would love it if you could go and increase that number by one. It'd mean a lot to me and let me know that you are out there, you're listening, and you're enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening.